content sports i'm lucky from lucky's elite breaks joined by scotty from scotty's card check josh is uh resting he had a 27 hour uh day of driving and traveling to south carolina he'll be back next week but uh just me and scotty this week how you doing scotty doing good been uh sorting through a bunch of cards i got like a lot of cards i got to get rid of um i partnered up with a buddy of mine sent him about i don't know it was, it was roughly around 2500 or 3000 cards i'm paying him commission on on everything he sells so he's he's working on getting top dollar oh nice so i'm excited yeah so i just told him once everything sells then pay me because if he pays me like a little here a little there guess where it's all going back into the cards of course yeah. <laughs> and then by the time he sells those i'm like oh yeah by the way i got all these so yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to get rid of a bunch of stuff before i get stuff back basically i want to use that money um anything he gets from that because it's not really like anything like real super special it's like in cars that are like anywhere between like one to five dollars i did give him some like pretty good stuff um gave him like a mac jones short print and gave him uh i'm a holmes number to 24 um I, I basically gave him like all my good football stuff uh to get rid of and then um i gave him like a whole bunch of baseball like but not, like I said, nothing special, but I'm using that money to submit the cards that I want to submit into PSA. And then I'm also going through um, another one because it's my favorite slab arena club. I yep. think I, I, you've probably seen those. Yeah. Through, through Josh. So I'm using that money. I already have um, how many cards? I think I have uh, I think like 40 cards already all prepped up and ready to go. I'm just nice. waiting on some of those sales from him just to send off. Cause it, I mean, it does get expensive, but I have to get all this stuff done by the very, very end of May because we have that next car show, me and my brother. So we're doing one, we're doing like our higher end stuff to PSA. And then like I have a lot, a lot of like five to $10 cards that I'm sending into Arena Club just to kind of like boost that. But they have a much faster turnaround time than PSA. So the reason I'm doing both, both like that is just in case the PSA hits a snag and I don't get the cards back in time. I know for sure at least all the arena club will come back and we'll have plenty of slabs to sell at the show. And then the PSA will just sell at the following show. How much is arena club to submit? So the arena club actually has something that's pretty cool. So they have two different options that you can do. It's it's You can do $14 a card and it's a 30 business day turnaround and comes back. Or you can option to put the cards in like a vault that they have and it sells on their website and they just take a small, I think it's like just a couple bucks off of whatever it sells off of. That's pretty cool. And that doesn't cost, yeah. And that doesn't cost anything actually for them to grade it. Oh, okay. They, they won't, they won't charge you for the grading. They charge you for like, it's like a percentage of whatever it sells for or whatever. And to me, that's not, that's not a bad deal because basically you send in the card they grade it. They put it up on the website. When it sells, you get your money. I, I think that's uh, it's a little <clears throat> thinking outside the box. I think that was that was pretty good. It should bring I, in I a lot of business doing that because that's a, a pretty good, especially for resellers that you know pull good cards. Just a one stop shop, sending in to get graded and have it been sold. Yeah, and it's good. Like if you don't go to shows or like maybe you have a hard time selling online or you just don't want to deal with it. Like if they take care of all that, then that's. That's fantastic. I do need to look in. Well, actually, no, because they would take care of all. I was going to say I need to look into the shipping, but obviously they would have to ship it off because they would have the card there with them. 
Right. And so I don't know if they, I'm pretty sure you have to give them the asking price point on it, or maybe they do like a declared value on it. And then they, they stick it up there. I, I don't know. I have to look at the exact stuff, but uh, depending, because they're my favorite slabs. I'm, I'm not going to lie out of, out of everyone. I like it because it it's a nice design. It's like basically the same size as the PSA. They're almost identical in size. But when you turn around the card on the back, it has the, it has a, it's like the, what is the HEA? Where it has the like, what's wrong with the cards? Like, why did yeah. you get maybe a grade? So, on the back side, it has the four, um, the four grades. You know, the corners, the you know surface, um, surface, uh, all that stuff. Um, so it don't have it on the back side where it's not visible, and then the front side is like the grade, and they have two different ten grades, which I thought was interesting. They also do, and they also do the half grade. Um, they have like a, it's like a gold tin where the card is just like, cause I've seen some tins where I'm like, I don't know how this graded a tin. So right. I'm wondering if, if it, the way it is, is like the card is completely flawless. Like a gold tin is, it's completely flawless. I couldn't find anything. And then a tin where it's like that iffy point where like, uh, nine and a half tin, but we'll give you the tin. Cause I feel like, I, I feel like PSA does that, that, okay. So that, um, the hit parade. Uh, from your break, from your last break that you did, the one that I won, I think it. Do you remember it was it the Luis Roberts? Yeah, I think what it was. So that that that's a PSA ten, right? But when it when I got it and I looked at it, there was a soft corner on the back, a uh, back right hand side of it, and I I it was bad enough that I was kind of like if I can catch it like just flipping looking at the card flipping it around, I don't know how it grades a ten. Yeah, you that's know, it. So and I, that was Beckett, right? That's a Beckett one. No, it's is PSA. Oh, it's PSA. Okay. Yeah, it's PSA. So, you know, that that goes to show that you know who knows. I mean, there's a lot of cards that I've I've looked at them. Like, there's been like a lot of nines that I've seen from PSAs, even lower than nines, even some eights that I've looked at, and I'm I'm was really confused as to why I got that grade. Card centering was good. Corners look good. Surface looked great. I don't know if under a light, if it maybe had some fingerprints or something, they, you know, got rid of them on that, but right. Who knows? But yeah, arena club really, really, if you don't, if you've never seen or heard of them, I would, you know, look them up and they, they got, they, they got a little different style of what they do. And that's uh, uh I think a co-owner is Derek Jeter, right? He's involved in that. No, I don't think it's the arena club. I think uh, Derek Jeter has another one. Uh, Josh knows. Josh knows yeah. all about. Josh is the grading guy. He's <clears throat> he. You can just name off a random one, and uh, and he'll just know who it is. The only the other one I know that's um, really low end that I don't see. It's weird. I do see some of them, but it's uh, it's it's three three D grading. I oh yeah, I've seen, the, I've seen three D. Yeah, but I don't like I, I I don't like the slaps. I don't like the color. I I don't know why he chose chose orange because it just it sticks out so much. I don't like it, you know. Yeah, I don't I like, like it either. Yeah, I like how Beckett has like the white and black, or like I guess silver and black for theirs. The PSA is just a simple white, you know. With the red uh, border. The, 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 yep, and the the Arena Club is is a black. It's like a sleek black with. They're, they're kind of like how uh, how not Beckett but SGC is. Yeah, that's kind of that. But I was gonna say my two favorites are CSG. And uh, HGA, I just love those slabs I, and how they look. I, but. Yeah, I do like CSG. They they got 
pretty decent stuff too. Yeah, it's just I feel like there's enough grading companies that people don't have to stick with PSA anymore. Even though I know a lot of people say like, yeah, the PSA holds its value, but that could really change at any given time with the way that the industry is blowing up and some of these other companies are starting to get more and more business. I mean, like how Tops had the um, that deal with SGC. Yep. You know, the new Tops that came out, they do the $9 grading. So, you, you know, when you see stuff like that, it's, I mean, you, I think SGC does a pretty good job of, of holding its value. And then um, I think Beckett does all right too. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think we're going to go into the first thing we wanted to talk about is um well at least I wanted to talk about it cuz I'm a Chicago Bears fan but uh let's talk about the Bears draft pick trade. I accidentally pressed that twice so it's going to look weird. It doesn't matter anyway. So Bears traded their one pick. Number 1 pick to the Carolina Panthers. And I wrote it all down exactly what they got. So they got the number nine pick, the number 61 pick, 2024 first round pick, 2025 second round pick, and DJ Moore. And I love it because, like I've been saying here for weeks, right, that we have to trade for a receiver. We got to get Fields weapons, all that stuff. Then you get DJ Moore, who's a deep threat, which is really good for us. He's 25 years old. Um, He's uh, cost controlled for a, a couple of years, at least two or three years. And then it's going to help Claypool and Mooney too, because there's going to be a lot of attention on, on more. So I think all around, we literally just obliterated the Panthers for the next few years. We took their capital in the draft. We got their best weapon, honestly. So even if they get a quarterback in the draft at number one, who's, who's he going to throw to? Cause they just gave us their best yeah. weapon. I mean, we literally robbed them. We should have had the cops called on us. <laughs> No. Oh, the the TikToks I've seen making fun of them is it's it's crazy the, what's going on. But now I've been seeing reports that Carolina is looking at moving out of the number one pick. So I yeah, don't know if they're they trying grabbed to yeah, trade back. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they grabbed it early because you know they grabbed it early. They grabbed it pretty early. So I'm sure, like, okay, the Colts they're going to need you know somebody. I could see Carolina trading back to the number four pick with the Colts and not getting like so much in return, but they could end up, you know, maybe getting the quarterback that they want. But either way, I mean, to move up to the number one pick, gave up, give up what you did. I, DJ Moore is a legitimate number one wide receiver. He's he's yes. fantastic. I, I the problem with him is that he, even with the well, not a problem, but even with the crap quarterback play that he's had, he he still puts up a thousand yards. I think now going into a better offense, um, you know, Justin Fields has got the big arm. I think this helps out everyone around because, you know, Mooney and Clay and Claypool are not number one wide receivers. Right. You know, that's going to be DJ Moore. Claypool's a solid number two. And now you can put Mooney in the slot and just have him run the deep route, which is going to help for the underneath. Cause you have, you also have Komet who's a fantastic tight end. So, and and now Montgomery is still sticking around, right? Yeah, for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. So I th- I think the Bears' offense next year is, is going to be really good. And now you guys can kind of concentrate on the defense in the draft. And That's, you guys have yeah. all that. And you guys have all that. Um, all the cap space. You guys have a ton of cap space. Almost a hundred million in cap space. 
Yeah, actually, the DJ Moore trade, um, he, there's like a 20 million. I don't know enough about this part, but I read something like he's got a 20 million dollar um, contract um, cap something. So it puts us like the, the cap floor for 2023. So we actually have more money to spend on good quality players. So I'm like, OK, that's also good as well. <laughs> You know, like we'll take yeah. this whole trade was a win for it. And it's finally good to see something getting done that should have been done. You know, I mean, Fields was obviously yeah. going to be your quarterback. I mean, it didn't make sense to trade him away. He's already proven that he can just run and score the ball. So now that he has weapons and he can be mobile. Yeah, you're exactly right. Now we need to focus on the defense and the draft. So see, and here's my problem with what Carolina did is I, I, I get like, you weren't going to get a quarterback at number nine. I get it. And you do need a quarterback, but you could have gone out and you could have gone for Carr. You know, um, you could have made a trade for Jameis Winston and the Saints. I know a lot of people talk smack on him, but he's, he's, he's someone that can still start for you while you're still rebuilding. They have a really good defense. And now Carolina does not play in a very good division. Like who's, who's good in that division now? Right. You know, yeah, they don't have any weapons. The Bucks, the Bucks. I, I don't know if they're going to roll a Trask or what they're going to do, but <clears throat> that that that's a really weak division. But the problem is now Carolina has given up their best offensive weapon. So now you're going to draft a quarterback, and who who's he going to throw to? What's right. he going to do? I'm, it's interesting that Carolina. So they drafted Matt Corral. I, I guess they don't like what they see. Um, I mean, I don't think he actually played it all last year um unless he played like a couple games here or there but apparently they don't believe in him either so and he was a i forgot what round pick he was like two or three something like that i can't remember offhand i know i know some people did think that he was going to end up being the starter but clearly carolina has made that obvious you know and you know what and carolina could get lucky someone might actually come in and like blow the you know just completely like offer them a ridiculous trade, they might fall in love with someone in the draft, and they might even trade out of it. If they can kind of get back what they put into the trade, I could see them doing it. But there must have been someone they really, really like to do it. Right. I'm wondering yeah, if the sure. Colts and them were looking at the same guy. Because Houston has the number two pick, and and they need a quarterback. I know that they were linked to Jimmy Garoppolo, but I don't see Jimmy Garoppolo going from a contender to a rebuilding team. Yeah, and um, a big I, I rebuilding team. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think Garoppolo would work pretty pretty well in Tampa Bay, to be honest. He could, yeah. They got weapons. I mean... They, they, got, a, they got a decent defense. The only thing is they, they don't have a run game, which I think Jimmy Garoppolo needs to be successful. But... <laughs> Oh, no, we'll see what happens. There's been a lot of talks about him going to the Raiders, too. And my friends are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> They're so, so mad that it, my buddy was like, I will retire from life if, if he signs with the Raiders. <laughs> no, for sure. And then <laughs> yeah, even with the ninth pick, um, it, with the Bears have the ninth pick, they could get that, um, what's his name, the defensive tackle, uh, Jalen Carter. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys. This is a good defensive line draft yeah. i've even seen stuff that you guys could even go offensive line at the number nine too could i mean that would even help us even more it would help david montgomery too to get some good offensive line people to help block and and do whatever right i mean that's another thing we need to work on so uh, it will be it'll be interesting season there's been a lot of moves in the nfl 
it'll be an interesting season next year. Yeah, the report Odell Beckham out. is trying to get twenty million dollars a year to come back. Yeah. Odell, no one's paying you twenty million. No. I know you're not listening, <laughs> but I'm letting you know right now. Don't ask for no twenty million. Odell Beckham, you haven't had you're a listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't had a thousand yard he hasn't has it. He hasn't had a thousand yard season since two thousand nineteen. Yeah. And and he's missed what? Back, he's gotten hurt like back to back years. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mess with that. Oh, you know what? And uh Jalen Ramsey is moving. Uh, to say that, to yep. the Dolphins. <laughs> he did. I completely forgot about that. I think you know it made me think of about the Rams, but that's a good move by the Dolphins. Oh yeah. That's a really good move. They you know they they play in a good uh good division. So and they're gonna need it over there on the AFC. They're gonna need uh they're gonna need secondary help with the way everyone uh slings the rock. Now other stuff I want to talk about that me and you didn't even discuss about. You know what's going on with Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase, right? Have you heard all that stuff? No, I haven't heard it all, that, about that at all. So there's an investigation going on, on on Joe Mixon. Apparently, some kids were playing in his yard, and he had a gun. He shot at him and shot an 11-year-old. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, my buddies, I didn't hear anything. All of a sudden, it was just... My the group chat that I'm in with people was just going off, and they were. I was like, "What happened?" I was at work, so I didn't get in like an alert or nothing. They were like, "Yeah, supposedly Joe Mixon shot a kid." Not fatally, I hope. I mean, the kids are okay. no. It was in the it was in the leg. Wow. I, I'm I'm sure there's more to this story. That's just like the basis of like what I heard. So the other thing is Jamar Chase's baby mama says that she has some videos and stuff that could end his career. Oh, because remember, remember coming out of the draft, there was that whole report that he had been putting hands on her. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, if, if they're just having problems right now and she's threatening to, you know, release some stuff, whether it's true or not, you hear stuff about like this all the time. That's not true. But could you imagine if Jamar chase, like just say that's true. Jamar Chase gets into trouble. Joe Mixon gets into trouble. All of a sudden, the Cincinnati's offense is nobody because C. Higgins right now is also a free agent. Yeah, that this could all be uh, very detrimental to the Bengals. Yep, and, that, and they're yeah. they're my favorite team in the AFC. I I root very hard for the Bengals. So, so I don't know. That's going to be another interesting thing. So keep an eye on Jamar Chase cards. Yeah. And Joe Burrow's cards will be another one. Obviously, I don't. I've never been at a show and someone's like, "Hey, you got a Joe Mixon auto?" I'm not really worried about his stuff. Yeah, but no, it's chasing you Burrow know, out of those three for sure. People are looking for. Yeah, so that is going to be interesting to see how that goes. So you you know how the uh, the off season goes. So right now, a lot of people's cards are down anyways because it's the off season. But um, I'm interested to see what the rest of the NFL has for the rest of the season. Or off season, I should say, and then the draft, and and then we'll see how uh, cards start uh, developing after that. Especially with the, I thought the the wide receiver rookie class last year wasn't that strong. So I'm actually interested to see some of these teams will bring in competition, which is going to end up, you know, veteran competition, which could turn around and kill some of these guys. Is uh, um, you know, what their value is basically on the cards. Right. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting season. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to make all my sports bets and have them all lose like usual. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. So, oh, you, you know what? 
Uh, someone was uh, showing a stat on um, betting as well, and I think it was from since 2010. So he was saying if you bet on every single over since 2010, he was showing like if you had bet like X amount of money, you would have lost money. Yeah. Then I if you that. had bet every and you have, and if you had bet every under, guess what? What? You would have lost money. I believe that too. <laughs> so no matter what, you can't just say, well, I'm going to bet all of this and I'm going to bet all of this and hopefully one way or the other I make money because they both lose money. So uh, He was probably looking at my FanDuel account because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It just loses all the time. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? There's two different types of gambling. There's the addiction of gambling and then there's the, well, you know what? I'll get. I'll give it a go. Maybe I'll get lucky and win a few bucks. You know, never gamble what you're not. It's it's the same thing. What I say in sports cards, do not buy what you're not willing to lose, and don't gamble what you're not willing to lose as well. Yeah, I made a parlay real quick. I made a parlay last. I'm not going to even log into it. It's going to take me a while. But I made a parlay last night. I don't even know if I won it. I didn't even check it. I forgot about it until we just said talked about it. Doesn't matter. It lost. I mean, I don't have to look at it to know I probably lost, but. <laughs> That's just my luck when it comes to betting. But uh, speaking yeah. of betting, let's go into the the biggest segment, right? Um, with the TikTok ban. So let's uh, let's get into this. So card breakers are getting banned on TikTok. Everyone is pretty familiar with that already. So I have here. There was an email sent to one card breaker that reached out to TikTok, and they said, unfortunately. Our legal team made these changes. We pushed back for months because this is how our sellers make their livings. But evidently, we were told we have to let our sellers know of this change policy. So anything surprise-based. So if I open a box and we don't know what's in it, that's a, a form of gambling in their eyes. They'll ban me if they catch me. So it's kind of like that Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Catch Me If You Can. But, but uh, you know, so anything well, surprise-based. That- Giveaway entries is included in that. The wheel spin, duckling, really? all that. If they catch you doing it, you're banned. Okay, I can see duck races because, like, I guess a form of like horse, like you know how you go when you bet on the horse racing or whatever. But if you buy a box, I know what's in it. There's cards yeah. inside. Buy There's a, no surprise. Now here's the difference, and this tell me how this makes sense. You can buy a box from me but you can't participate in a break with multiple boxes because you don't know what you're going to get. It's like, but if you buy a box from me, you still don't know what you're going to get. doesn't make That's sense. Weird. Same either way. But you know what else is interesting? Some of the bigger breakers, I follow some of the bigger breakers. They, I haven't seen them not, not going live breaking. Now, one of the guys that I follow, I'm not going to say names. There's a guy I follow, right? And I, I don't really buy from him. I enjoy his lives. He actually, maybe, maybe there is something to that because I was thinking the other day, I'm like, why is he not getting banned? Like he has like 400 people in his room all the time and he's never getting banned, but you know what? He doesn't do breaks. Oh, really? He doesn't do break. He is always selling out on like just individual boxes. Really? People are just doming boxes like crazy? People are doming boxes. I've I've sat in there multiple times. And I just watched people drop like $1,000 like it's nothing in his room. He has really, he has kind of off the wall stuff. Like, And I don't know if he, they make some of their own stuff, but it's a lot of like the 
hit parade type stuff. Yeah. Um, but he has really cool, like it's like a lot of memorabilia stuff. It's not necessarily cards. A lot of memorabilia stuff in there uh, that he that he sells, and and some of it's not cheap. So maybe it does. But I've also still I've been scrolling through. I've been seeing a lot of guys still doing breaks though. A hey, lot so of guys doing breaks. But I have so noticed I, a big I, change though. Like these people, like when I used to go live, I still go live on TikTok till I got banned two days ago but um basically i've seen people go on there and you know i, I lost my train of thought there because i saw you drinking from that straw i'm like i wonder what he's drinking there <laughs> i completely forgot oh, I was it's just say. water but, i'm uh, intermediate fasting it's all i can have right now oh really okay so but yeah no i've seen people break um but i have noticed like so when i would go live and a hundred people would come in and and then it would dwindle down back to 10 I can't get more than eight people in the start of the stream to, you know, when it just pushes your live into the for you page, it's like eight people. I got to invite everyone to come see it or it's like they don't see it, um, which is interesting. Backyard breaks. I mean, they're doing breaks daily and they have the biggest following. TikTok's not going to ban them. They bring so much people to TikTok every day. They're 2000 people watching a stream for hours a day. TikTok's no, not, not anymore. Them. Not since not since Nick left. Nick, left. I went into, yeah. So Nicky Rips, you didn't hear about that? No, he left. He left backyard breaks. He wouldn't drop names when he, when he left. He he did a video explaining why he left. Someone went and tried to claim his name legally. They tried to LLC his name. Wow. What is what is it called again? When you when you when you, um. When, when you don't want anyone to use your name or brand or whatever. Like a trademark um, or... Yeah, yeah. Trademark that's what it. it was. Yeah, they tried to take his name. Wow. No talking to him, no nothing. They just, they went off and they... I want to say it went as far as they filed everything. So I don't know if he's going to go by a different name, but he left. He's not He's not on Backyard Breaks. And I know he was one of the favorites on the show. I, I actually sometimes will watch Backyard Breaks because I do like watching the hits, but... The other day, they only had like 600-something people in there, which is very low for them. He's the main one, right? That, like, it's super loud and... No, know. that's... Uh, I don't remember that person's name, but, um, yeah. I was going to say guest appearance by... No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, he's still there, the, the white okay. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know him. By I don't name. even know if I can do his impersonation, yeah. but he's a guy that's like, I can't believe we're going to pull the logo, man. Buy into the break. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, yeah. So, um, yeah, but he's gone. He's no longer there. And they've seen a big decline in uh, the uh, amount of people that they've, that they've had during, during their lives. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Cause a lot of breakers, like, for me too, I know TikTok isn't the answer. So where does a lot of people go? They're, I mean, everyone talking about this. I don't even know if it's a new app. People started going to Clapper. I downloaded it and went on there, but I know nothing about that app. I just started just going on there. Um, a lot of people might go to whatnot. A lot of people don't like their fees, but me and you were kind of uh, texting back and forth about that. I mean, really, that's your best bet, right? I mean, they take care of everything for you and people go on there because they know what they want to buy. They know I'm here for sports cards. That's why they're looking at your streams. They're clicking the categories. So maybe people go there and just pay the fee and 
you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I do enjoy whatnot and, um, that I don't mind buying from whatnot because like I said, it's, it's, you, you, there's so much competition on whatnot that you can't be, you can't, one, you can't be too high on your prices and two, you can't, you can't be a crappy seller or you're just going to drown. You yeah. Know? Cause there, there is a lot of competition. So, uh, but what I will say is I've seen more people have success when it comes to, um, breaking on there when they're, when they buy like a fresh case of a product and they just break it over the course of a life. They might do one box at a time and sell teams for just a couple bucks each. Or I've seen them throw like two or three boxes at a time. Like to say it's a 12, 12 box case, right? Yeah. And they might do like three breaks of four boxes or they might do three or four or whatever they end up doing. But those are the ones that I've noticed have had the best success. And I think the reason being is because if, if you can get into a break, for just five bucks, I mean, what's the risk of five dollars? You know, five dollars plus shipping, but really, what what's the risk? You know, you're not risking much, right? You know, I actually like going in when they do like half half case breaks. That's that's anytime I've gotten into anything like that. That's when I've had my most successes, getting a good team on a half case break. Right. Yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of breakers on there lately. I just I haven't pulled the trigger to buy into any because they are raising the prices to um, you know cover the the whatnot fee. So I've noticed breaks of like like the break I'm doing is eight hobby boxes. I'm doing seventy five a team, but I'm seeing seventy five a team for like half of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, can't buy into yeah, that. Yeah, well, it really and it depends on the product. I noticed like if you can get the new product immediately, like Bowman's Best just yep. released. You know, that's $300 something a box, but there's not very many cards in there, you know, but right. people are willing to pay that because it's the new, everyone's into the new product. Remember, you know, the tops that just dropped, you know, what, a month ago, that's all died down now. Yeah. It is the, the you know, fascination to buy into what's new. Yeah. So I think if you can get, get, get in, like, you know, whenever like new products going to drop, if you can get into their, you know, their, the, I guess you could say you just go on, like, if it's, like, tops, you just go onto their website and you're able to get their product when it drops. People are willing to pay the extra money because they're so obsessed with, like, getting that new product, the new cards, the new hits. You know, they want to be the first ones to slap up, you know, the the, the new cards and, and get them on the market and, and sell them for a little bit more than what they might go for a month later down the road. So... I think yeah. I think as a breaker, like for you, for instance, I think maybe after this, maybe look at what's coming out, you know, in the next couple of months and, and prepare to try to buy the brand new product and just break it immediately. You know, maybe just say F it, buy a case and and be like fresh case. Let's get yeah. it. Might have to. Because, uh, I mean, you, you got it. Like I said in the beginning of doing this podcast and we even when I started breaking, you have to adapt constantly because things are always going to change. You can't get in your routine and then you're going to be screwed because you you don't know where to go from there so i i get irritated especially when i got banned for you know tiktok said i was selling illegal firearms i'm like okay i know the break is fire but come on i didn't know i was gonna get banned for it you know no i'm just kidding but it's like you know i, I don't know so yeah i'll adapt and and see what happens so a lot of breakers probably will stop they get banned from tiktok they'll probably just say f it and 
won't go anywhere else. So, I I will say this: when it was when it was what when I was breaking on TikTok, TikTok was very inconsistent. Like I, there would be times where I would fill a break in 15, 20 minutes. There was times I was on there for three hours, and I'm like, dude, no one's buying. Yeah. But then I would go to whatnot. And the traffic is just constantly going, constantly going, constantly going. The key that I always find, I found, that would sometimes sell teams fast, especially when you're like more than halfway, maybe there's a few really good teams, is I would always have my giveaway ready, right? And I would have the giveaway on the side, and I would let people know what I'm giving away because people will stick in the room, stick stick around in the room if they know that you're going to do a decent giveaway. Yeah, you know, there was one time I remember I was doing a blaster giveaway. And that was one of the fastest times I sold out with my break, you know, because people saw that I was giving away good stuff. So, right. I, yeah. I, I think with whatnot, you know, yeah, the fees do suck, but at the same time, it would be no different than selling off of e- eBay or something. And, you know, they got, they got their fees on stuff. Yeah. So you just gotta, you just gotta figure out how much profit, you know, you need to make to feel comfortable because, there's a lot of things that like if you never if you never done if you never have been a breaker before I don't think people understand the stuff that you don't think about you you might just look at the cases that are out there and you're like oh well he only spent like twelve hundred dollars why is he you know charging this much well okay penny sleeves top loaders your time to do all the break and take care of all that then you have to separate all the cards to the buyers you have to get all your shipping supplies. Then you have to get all the shipping stuff ready to go, package everything, make sure everything's good to go. Then you ship it out. Yep. Okay. People don't realize how much time that takes on the back end, you know, that they don't see. Like, sure, like, okay, we, we sat here for two hours and I broke, you know, I did breaks for two hours. You know, I did a, a couple breaks. I say I did like three breaks, right? They don't understand that behind the scenes, you still have probably another four hours worth of work. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. Every time I do a break. Luckily, my wife is very supportive and she'll organize the cards. I've said that before when I come off work and it saves me a lot of time. But you're paying for the convenience, right? So people go, well, I can go get that for you know, this much at the card store. Okay, you can go to the card store and go do that. But it's just like ordering, you know, DoorDash. You can go to the restaurant and get food, or you can order it and come to your house for convenience. You're paying a little more on DoorDash's app, right? Well, the same thing for me. Yeah, I, exactly. I, you can buy these cards from me and not even leave your couch. You're going to pay more for the premium service, and that's just how it is. Yeah, or, or you could buy online. I, I, the, a lot of the stuff that I see at car shops is way cheaper to buy it online myself. Right. You know? But... You know, it might be 11 o'clock at night. I might be born in bed, want to buy some cards. Well, what's the best thing to do? Yep. That's how I've been kind of looking at it. When I started doing, when I started doing this, I would look at it like, I got to find people. I got to get, you know, people in here to break. Like, like I was like desperate for them. Now I treat it like a business where I'm like, yeah, it's a premium service. If it's a little out of your budget, I mean, just like DoorDash, then go to Red Lobster and get your own crab meal or whatever. You know, you don't have to order it. And have it come to your house and pay five, ten extra bucks, and then tip too. You got to tip the guy that's bringing it. Yep. So you're paying an extra fifteen bucks to eat when you could have just went and got it. Well, if you want to go, you know, this optic hobby box I'm giving away. Yeah, you can go buy it, but you can do this from the comfort of your home. 
Yeah, that's the other thing I want to mention. So in your break, you're doing a hobby box giveaway, a freaking free hobby box. You don't even have to buy into the break. It's a free hobby box. And people are act like you're pulling their leg to like get into the entry. So in order to get into the entry, all you have to do is go to our YouTube page, subscribe, and, and that's it. Go and just yeah, and that's it. And that's all you have to do. You just have to show that you're subscribed. And people are acting like, oh, I gotta go do all that. Dude, you can literally stay, you can stay watching this break, open up YouTube, find us, hit the follow, and then just give out your number. And you're that's in. Yeah, you 75 spots, right? Yep. And it, it, 60 spots, but it's not even like um a cheap hobby box like it's it's this one right here optic choice three autographs um we've pulled fire from here you can get a bobby witt autograph right uh, julio rodriguez whatever you can get a yep. lot of good auto three autographs and numbered cards that's over a hundred dollar hobby box all you gotta do is and anytime i've us. seen those rip they're always rookie autographs too yeah we pulled the wander franco number to 15 out of the first off the line one yep but yep yeah you'd so, act like um, it, I, I'm, I'm trying to sell yeah. them COVID or something. <laughs> they just want yeah, no it's not part of like it. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. Like just yeah, it's just I don't know some some people they just want stuff handed to them. I I, I don't know why it's like um I, another one um my buddy the one that I gave the cards to mm-hmm. he actually messaged him he had a he had a small lot up for sale. The guy messaged him like hey like uh, do you think you could just send that stuff to me for free? And my buddy's like. Well, why would I do that? He's like, well, I'm starting a card store and I need, um, I need product. And my buddy's like, so go buy some product. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, what's so I'm hard about just that? Just send you stuff. For, it is it, it, just funny. Like, and I, you know what else I've seen a lot of, and, and I've seen, I see this all over the place is guys will come in and ask for all the base to be sent to them. If they're like, they'll be like, Hey, do you send oh, yeah. base? And like, if they say like, no, they're like, Hey, can you send it to me? Yeah. Uh, you know like, they want it for free it's crazy yeah and that's another thing too like i i always send base to the customers because i feel like it, you paid for the spot you should get everything that ripped out of here but i see some people do rips and they don't send the base cards i'm like well why i bought that <laughs> like just give it to me well save on yeah, shipping I... and all that well you decided to be a breaker that comes with the territory i paid for all those cards send them to me well, the one thing that I've noticed, like on whatnot, for instance, when they say that they're not sending out base, whatnot, I'm paying for the shipping. Like I want all my cars. Not only am I paying for the shipping, but I'm paying for that team. So whatever hits, like I want my cards, whether it's base or not. Because, like for instance, for like what I'm doing right now is I'm actually going through all my base right now. I keep all my base. I'm going through all my base, and if I have a complete set, I sell the base as a complete set for like fifty bucks. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a lot of money, but it's a great way to get rid of cards that you probably aren't going to do anything with, you know? And there's, there's also some people that just like to buy just, you know, $5 and I'll send you like freaking 20 Shohei Otani base cards. Like some people collect like that, you know, and and people don't understand that. Like there, there can be small amounts of money made elsewhere. It's not a lot, but I mean, Hey, $5 for cards that are just sitting around. I'm not going to do anything with. Sure. Let me send them off. Like you pay for the shipping. I'll, I'll hook it up. Right. For sure. What else you got? I'm good for tonight. Uh, I think yeah. that was, we got into what we wanted to. 
that that flew by pretty quick i'm looking i'm like it's 40 minutes already we barely started didn't we <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah no they did go by quick well yeah so thank you guys for supporting um always listening to us every week we did not go live this week we'll go live next week when we're back to full support uh do me a favor guys you've been seeing qr codes throughout the episode click here to buy into the huge baseball break we we're talking about two hobby boxes of shohei atani rookie year uh ronald Acuna, and acuna yep yeah. acuna. That, um, that's the one i'm going for gentlemen yeah, and you actually got a spot in there. So you got uh, the Astros. Jordan Alvarez um, is in there. Uh, Jeremy. Yeah, Pena, and I PC so. Jordan Alvarez. So I was really happy to to get that Jeremy. And then with the new product, Jeremy Pena is a really big sell right now. Yep. Um. So yeah. I'm so yeah, happy with that team. Click the QR code to buy into that. It'll take you to the website where you can buy a spot. And then also click here to become a monthly supporter of the podcast. We always appreciate the support, and we'll use your kind donations to. Hopefully get Josh back on here, <laughs> maybe next time. But buy him uh, some sleep. Yeah, buy him some sleep. So, other than that, appreciate uh, everyone coming in and and uh, supporting us. So we will see you next week. Talk to you later, Scotty. Adios.